Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire, and with us again, expert in religious exemptions for the military, Jake Freho. Good evening, Welcome to the show, guys. Jake. How are you? We're doing good. Christmas is almost here. I have a Christmas hat that fits perfectly over my headphones, so uh, try and get in the spirit a little bit. Did you uh did you Canada? get that from a Salvation Army guy because they're probably laying everyone off since no. their, their donations have bottomed out <laughs> after they no, made I people apologize for their white privilege? I got this last year because um no one would let my kids like go see Santa. All the stores, all the malls were canceling the Santa meet and greet, so I bought a Santa suit. So uh I was Santa for my kids last year. So that's where I got this. Um but yeah, no, get in, get in the mood. We're getting closer. 22nd of December. Christmas is only three days away. Or as my son says, three more sleeps. Hope good. everyone pretty is getting as excited point. as I am. Yeah, it is. When you're, when you're four, almost four, you measure the world by sleeps. Today, we have a bunch to talk about. We're going to spend a, the bulk of the time talking about this new story that is just breaking. I mean, we've been covering this for a while the members of the military who are seeking an exemption for the vaccine mandate, a religious exemption to be specific. And we keep covering this every couple of weeks, just, just updating everyone on the numbers. To date, not a single soldier, not a single airman, not a single sailor, not a single Marine, not a single guardian or guardsman has been approved for a religious exemption to the COVID-19 vaccine, not one. They're not. They're just going to deny them. They've been denying them all. Well, it's the most vital component. It's the most vital component of of, of seizing all means of, of of free society. Of course, you're not going to give it to the military. You want an echo chamber. You want them to eventually be forced out. And this is one of those difficult situations because when you sign up for the military, you do give up certain rights. Um, like when the military says jump, Pentagon says jump. You sign up. You're enlisted. You basically say how high. And when you sign up for the military, when you enlist, there are certain vaccines that you are required to get. Among them are the anthrax vaccine, depending on where you're going to be deployed to. So there's a lot of precedent for the military being able to force people to get vaccinations. They've been doing it for decades. Where it gets really difficult is that it is generally understood that one of the rights that you do not give up when you enter the military is your right to practice your religion. Now, obviously, there are some guardrails to that, right? It, it, you can't just avoid deploying because you you have to go to church. You still have to do your duty in the military, but the Pentagon is required constitutionally to allow you to practice your faith as your faith requires. We've seen a lot of things over the years as a result of that, people in the military claim that they 
uh, worship the, the old pagan Norse gods. And as a result, they've gotten out of the shaving requirement and they're allowed to grow long beers, beards because that is part of their quote-unquote faith. They actually literally say that they worship Norse gods like Thor and Odin and they have to grow out their beard for their religion. You have, you have Sikhs who, as part of their religion, have to wear a, uh, wear a dagger on them at all times. Uh, for Sikh men, that's that's part of their faith, and they are allowed to, in uniform, wear a dagger, even though that would go against the uniform for anyone else. So I there's mean, lots of exemptions that have been written into into this over the years. They're they're oh, even they're you, they're even uh, referencing uh, level or degrees of religiosity. I'm not sure if that's even a word. I think I might have just made up a word. But they're even, uh, when, when filing for the application or the exemption, they're asking that you provide the contact information of your priest or your rabbi. And then they, the intention is to call them up and ask, to what degree is Max a uh, practicing Christian? And then yeah. they determine their decision based on uh, subjective uh, interpretation of, of how they... How they view it which is uh pretty orwellian you know which i thought might actually backfire on them in that uh we've actually spoken with a few religious figures you know pastors of of churches and it might backfire on them if for some reason they do manage to get through these exemptions in that they will actually indirectly actually directly push people back to houses of worship and religion and you know fall fall back on that and 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 run towards it so they go about you know establishing relationship with someone so they don't have to go through with this which is you know sad for a few reasons but uh it's again it's we've seen it before with the left that they it's like a snake eating its own tail you know they they it's self-consuming self-destroying and uh, I think that will be an ironic uh, consequence or side effect of them trying to vet religious uh, religious exemptions. That, that so will... religiosity is a word. It is. It is the strength. Yeah. It is the strength of your religious beliefs. So you used it correctly. Um, it is. It is very fresh, in in my opinion, for non-religious bureaucrats to now be able to decide the strength of someone's religious convictions and to decide whether their belief as it relates to these vaccines is deeply held or not. I mean, what they're talking about doing is interviewing saying, Hey, well, how often does this guy go to church? Oh, he doesn't go to church every weekend. Ah, that means he's not really a Christian. Oh, well, does this guy ever eat pork? Oh, he cheats. He cheats every now and then. He can't really be a Muslim. People fall all the time. People make mistakes all the time. No one is perfect in their faith. And the idea that the Pentagon can swoop in and say, well, you're not a perfect Christian, so therefore you won't be given the exemption. Ultimately, the exact reason for the First Amendment. Ultimately, they've put the decision-making power in the hands of the administrative Gestapo. But we shouldn't be surprised by this. No, we, we, we shouldn't be all that surprised by it. But we've also seen this in the hospital space. Hospitals enforcing Joe Biden's um, 
HHS vaccine mandate. Obviously, there's the one through OSHA for general businesses. There's HHS for hospitals and other healthcare facilities. And then there's the Pentagon. We've seen hospitals deny every single religious exemption, every single one. Well, I I told you, it's part of the bigger picture. You you know, you know, look at the bigger picture. It's the intent to nationalize all components of a uh, free society. You want to have a hardline stance on getting any objectors, any any free thinkers or independent thoughts out of these institutions, with the ultimate goal of nationalizing. That was even goes back to our coverage of anything relating to uh, the BLM riots and defunding the police. You want to remove and strip and, and, and make every state or federal institution a skeleton frame so then you can send in the replacement that has been created in your image, in the image of the state, in the image of, of, of the group think, group thought, ideology. And this is exactly, I mean, if, if you need to give them credit where it's due the you know the strategy behind all of it strategically it's perfect you have to shame the people on both sides for allowing it to happen but strategically it's 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 perfect and so when i say look at the bigger picture assume that those steps will be made as we have seen to pretty much a 99% confidence interval uh, that that those steps will be made with that ultimate vision in mind being that Everyone gets pushed out of military. Everyone gets pushed out of teaching. Everyone gets pushed out of medical. And then they send in the shock troops. They send in the enforcers and nationalize them, be it us seeing that them that they're dispatching National Guard troops to run medical facilities that have been uh, battered by uh, uh, staffing shortages. For what reason, Max? Why have they been battered with staffing shortages? Because they're firing nurses, firing doctors. They're pushing them out. They're pushing them out of their ideological uh, echo chamber. So, have you heard about travel nurses? Have you have you been reading that at all? What's that? Like the absurdly paid ones. It doesn't have anything to do with the vaccine. But aside from the people being kicked out, the nurses being kicked out for not getting vaccinated, there's also nurses who have just feel like they've just been worked to death. They're tired of working all these hours for bad pay. So they asked, they, originally they asked the, their hospital, whatever, whoever they work for, for a raise, and the hospital obviously declines it. So nurses end up quitting their full-time job, getting hired as consultants, basically, basically consultants, through travel nursing companies, and then get hired as contractors by the very hospital that refused to pay them, but they get paid as contractors for what, for what they were asking, basically. Right. So the yeah. hospital... It, if you say, hey, I want, I'm making $20 an hour, I want $40 an hour. The hospital you work for says, no, go pound sand. They quit, sign up with a company that does travel nursing, and then they start making $40 an hour, exactly what they asked for, but they're not an employee, they're a contractor, and they go from hospital to hospital, and and then they travel. Yeah, no, now, now I, I do get the term. There are a lot of uh, hotel owners I knew in New York that actually in in the pandemic, their hotels were booked out at a higher occupancy rate than in normal times. And I was asking around and and they were getting obscene rates. They were actually getting above market. Uh, These traveling nurses were coming in and their hospitals were putting them up and I'm guessing the taxpayer was paying for it through some kind of FEMA invoice or subsidy. But 
they were putting all these people up in these luxury hotels for you know three four hundred dollars a night in New York, and yeah. then ironically enough, throughout twenty twenty, and in, in, in even earlier than that, these were the same you know hotel unions that had backed De Blasio for his uh, his uh, presidential run, his flawed disgrace of a presidential run, in which all of the money that you know his wife had gotten from uh, Thrive the Thrive Healthcare Initiative, which had something like $1.8 billion set aside to it, and she was the steward of it, uh, all that money just kind of vanished. And Thrive, and th that's, the common, uh, that's the common story that is unspoken but with a lot of NYPD guys uh, that cannot stand yeah. him, is that all this money disappeared out the window. And what did they do with that money that was supposed to go for helping the homeless, right, and, and the drug addicted? And so rather than actually giving them the, the care and therapy and rehabilitation they need, they said, well, we'll just give this drug addict or this homeless person a really fancy hotel room. Hotel unions are happy. Their guys are employed. The bosses are happy. And then they go and throw their endorsement behind de Blasio for his, uh, his uh, sham of a presidential run. So surprise, surprise. Yeah. So the hospitals are declining all religious exemption. The military is declining all religious exemption requests. They have implemented what is, by all definitions, a de facto ban. They say that it isn't truly a ban on exemptions, but because they haven't approved a single one, it is legally a de facto ban. They might as well say we're not going to accept them. And throughout our history, we have seen entities try and get around the law by implementing similar de facto bans. You look at the Jim Crow South, when they had literacy tests, if you were an African-American who wanted to register to vote, you had to pass what they called a literacy test, but it wasn't actually proving whether you could read or write. It was designed to be impossible to pass. It was like the Kobayashi Maru. You could not, no one could pass these tests. Right? You're an African-American who doesn't even know how to read and write, and you're walking in, and the test is, an example is name every single county judge in the state of Alabama, their first, middle, and last name. But no one knows that. No, no one could possibly answer that, right? <clears throat> so they were filled with trick questions that no one could actually answer, and that got overturned. That got struck down because it was a de facto ban. It was designed to allow no one through. I'd like to know where the bottleneck is. Who, who ultimately gets <clears throat> final, you know, stamp on on that exemption application who who is it oh, I, I can pull it up who is it that is saying no and ask uh, and ask 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 for what what their justifiable rationale is or or sting them on undercover camera it. you know get someone to try to figure out what department's handling it and uh go go try to figure it. out we uh we covered it a few weeks ago. Maybe I'll I'll see if we I can find it in a second. Um, they identified a couple of admirals as originating the uh, the denial forms. How they were all form letter. It all came through one or two different offices. Um, so we do have that name. I'm gonna see if I can find it. Not surprising. Um, I mean, this is the same Pentagon that is uh, pushing through changes in uh, extremist uh, vetting, uh, even though their research uh, initiative has found something like 200 people that have actually, in the military, that have identified 
with real extremist causes. But it's the same idea that if you, moving forward, it's the same Pentagon enforcing the idea that if you're a an enlisted soldier and you post or like something on Instagram that is deemed extremist, you stand to be punished or removed from service. So it's, again, not, not surprising that uh, it's probably being handled by the same department. So I'm trying to find this. Uh, here we go. We covered this. If we go ahead and put up my screen, Mr. Producer. This was from Liz Wheeler. We covered this uh, back at the end of October. Let me see if I can find the actual form. Here we go. This is the form that they found. It came from uh, the Center for Information Warfare Training in Pensacola. Um, so they were able to find that department. Uh, Captain Mark Ratkiss was uh, provided with a standard denial memo. Let's see if we can find it. So he, these are the, this is him right here, Captain Mark Ratkiss. So he's the, he's the creator and the destroyer. I don't think he's the ultimate creator. Uh, I, I think but he is the destroyer. Yeah, he's the one who was implementing this. It'll be um, interesting to do a deep dive on that guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you can I'm find a lot. Probably assuming Act Blue donations on his uh, FEC records, but that's just uh, an assumption. Yeah, and then she found an identical form letter at a different naval facility. Let's see if I can actually find. It. I'll see if I can find this in a little bit. But uh, she There's actually um, that it was an office. There's actually a, a lawyer, Mike Yoder. Follow him on Instagram. He's uh, had a lot of success with corporate mandate exemptions. Uh, provides uh, templates for people to submit. He's an attorney, uh, Mike, M-I-K-E-Y-O-D-E-R. Uh, he's had a lot of success in, in, in numbering in the several thousands for uh, corporate people that were facing uh, rejection of their uh, religious exemptions. So if anyone corporately, if that's a word, uh, is experiencing, you know, themselves or a friend or family, I would uh, meander over to Mike Yoder's Instagram page, and uh, he's got a few links up for uh, templating forms as to what to say to an employer if they are, uh, uh, you know, hardballing you with your exemption request. So we do have a bit of breaking news. If, if um, I send this over to you, Mr. Producer, uh, a link to a Twitter video. Joe Biden has now said that he intends to run in 2024, but he may not be able to run if his health declines due to what he calls fate. So that is uh, that's probably the closest we've gotten. What was that? What's up? What did you say? Joe Biden says he intends to run in 2024, but may not be able to if his health declines as a result of his fate. Hmm. Fascinating. So, I mean, I'd say he does it right now, resign right play now. Play that but... clip. Do we have that clip? I just sent it over to you. Yeah, I see a couple sacks. I think he's looking for it. <clears throat> All right. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, 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 a Probably it came off the teleprompter. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe an interview with I mean, ABC News. At this point, I just see it as a senile old man that's being held hostage by a puppeteer or puppeteers. And just, you know, 
with the contents of the Hunter Biden laptop and everything else that came out on the family and their dealings, I wouldn't be surprised, uh, you know, if at some point the whole family was cornered in a room and, and they were told that, uh, yeah, you do this for us or we show this to them, right, public. And it's, like I've said before, it's some uh, mutated form of elder abuse uh, where I we all know that he has no comprehension of what yeah. he's doing or generally where he is. And ultimately, I think he just wants to go to, you know, Shady Pines retirement home. You know, that's his, uh, that's his end game. He's just producer, do we have that clip? begging for the door. Uh, it's just coming up as a slack right now. I'm trying to convert it. No, just, it's, it's just a Twitter link. It's just a Twitter link. Yeah, one, one sec. Okay. All right, well, he, while he is doing that, I'm going to remind everyone this podcast is sponsored by MyPillow. Our friends at MyPillow, they need your support, and in exchange, they're going to give you some of the best Made in America products you can get on the market today. Mike Lindell's a patriot. Lots of Americans work for this company. and He was canceled because of the work he has been doing to fight against election fraud. So he's not in the big box stores anymore. They're not running his ads on television as much as they used to. So if you want to help support Mike Lindell, head over to MyPillow. They're running amazing sales this week. But the way you can get those sales is by using promo code CD21, Charlie Delta 21, up to 66% off. And I believe that the MyPillow, the, the, the thing that started them all, started it all, is the cheapest it has ever been when you use that promo code CD21. Full disclosure, we do get a small commission. It helps us keep our lights on, grow the show. So if you're going to buy from my, Mike Lindell and MyPillow, please do use promo code CD21, Charlie Delta 21 today. Let me take that down. Are we ready to go with the Twitter video? Yes. Yes, sir. All right, let's, let's play Joe Biden saying he might not be able to run up his health declines. I want to ask you about something I asked weeks before the election when we sat down. Uh, you said you would absolutely serve eight years if elected. Do you plan to run for re-election? Yes. But look, I'm a great respecter of fate. Fate has intervened in my life many, many times. If I'm in the health I'm in now, if I'm in good health, then, in fact, I would run again. And if that means a rematch against Donald Trump? You're trying to tempt me now. <laughs> sure. Why would I not run against Donald Trump or even the nominee? That would increase the prospect of running. I want to ask you. He looks like shit. He does. He does. He, lo he looks like the kind of person who says, I want to run, but my health might hold up. You got three like, more years, buddy. Look, Good luck. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm surprised. It's been a weekend at Bernie's for the last couple of years with him, with them propping him up. You've yeah, it would be, it would be Bernie, really right? unfortunate if, if as an elderly man, he went out, you know, giving a State of the Union address, just, you know, falls over and has some kind of just old age incident on stage. Really oh, you mean like when he walked up to that reporter and just shouted out of nowhere, my butt's been wiped? Like one of those kind of moments? <laughs> well, it's fake news, Max. But, no, he said know, it. If he were to... My butt's been wiped. It's, 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 I've had family members go down the path of Alzheimer's. It's, it, it is. Yeah, no, it's heartbreaking. Everyone it's who sees him, everyone who has experienced it, they see it in him. And it's one of those things where when you see it, you know it. If you've been around it enough, it imprints on you. You know the signs. 
you know the shaking that Joe Biden has after he gets off teleprompter and he starts answering questions like just off the cuff. Yeah, All the, of the, the signs are there, and they're the not squinting. Better. The squinting is actually indicative of just uh, subconscious uh, human reaction when the brain is not connecting to a memory or a thought. Right? You know, remembering a line, remembering a train of thought. Well, it's also, it's also the medication they have him on, because one of the ways you can fight back against dementia is by giving people a stimulant, um, and the stimulants end up dilating your pupils. So when he's in a, br a brightly lit room, he has to squint. That's why whenever he's outside, he's always wearing his glasses, right. even if it's like a cloudy day. It, it, one of the things I believe is because he is on medication to try and counteract the, the effects of his dementia. And that, that medication likely has a stimulant in it, which is dilating his pupils, making it hard to see in, in bright environments. And even, um, even, even alone, just the squinting's a, a, a physical no, yeah, yeah. show yeah. of attempting uh, recall of, of a memory that is not connecting or, uh, you know, a, just a thought that's not connecting. Well, people have said it for a while that Joe Biden's eyes don't look the same as they used to. Um, he used to have these blue eyes. And since he's been back on the scene, his eyes are jet black. And, the, and again, the reason for that is the medication he is on, uh, causing his pupils to dilate, get bigger. So you can't see that blue. You're just seeing the actual black of his eyes. Um, it's scary stuff. And I, I don't wish anyone, anyone with this disease, I don't wish them ill. Though Joe Biden is really making it hard for me to live by that, that mantra because he's doing a lot of bad, he's doing a lot of evil things. It's one thing to have someone obviously declining mentally and he doesn't know what he's doing doesn't know where he is but he is lucid enough to do terrible terrible things and it's again I, I i want him to retire i want him to go to home spend time with his family but what he's done over the past year has made it really difficult to wish him well and uh the fact that he just said he might not be able to run because of fate I've never heard someone say that. I've never heard a sitting president say, well, I'll run if I'm healthy enough. I mean, it's I've either that or he, he anticipates uh, Kamala pushing him down a flight of stairs in the White House. Oh, yeah. That might be a discussion around oh, yeah. in the air at this point. Yeah, it'll be like when the gremlins went into the old neighbor's house and, uh, and attacked her. You ever <laughs> see that movie, Gremlins? Uh, I can't remember Christmas the specific movie? scene, but yeah. Uh, I'll find it right now. Gremlins. Um, they basically, she had one of those things where it would bring her up the stairs. Um, okay, it's coming. It's and, coming back to memory. <laughs> and they hotwired it. It burst it into flames, doesn't it? No, no, it shot her up the stairs, and and she flew out a window and died. So what you're saying this is, is Kamala Harris is the gremlin after midnight when it's been fed chicken. Yeah, yeah. If that I makes go, sense. I go to my screen, won't have any audio, but. We have Mrs. Deagle with her cats, right? And then, obviously, the cats. There come the gremlins. Uh, she notices something's wrong. I'm going to zoom up. Oh, there's the gremlins, Christmas caroling. <laughs> we get to the part. She's scared, running away. She believes that Satan is coming for her. She goes to her little stair lift, which the gremlins have manipulated. And she sits down. And here it comes, here it comes. What have the gremlins done to her? Oh, 
way too fast. Way too fast. And, and she's, she's dead. <laughs> this is a long sequence. Uh, I totally forgot that. That's, what's that's gonna, going <laughs> to happen to Joe Biden from Kamala. He's, she's going to rig his, uh, <laughs> his stair lift. Oh, uh, the that's one of my favorite Christmas movies. I haven't seen it in years. I need to rewatch it now. That that's probably my favorite, one of my favorite Christmas Christmas movies. But my favorite would have to be Die Hard. Die Hard is, without a doubt, my favorite. Ah, my favorite true Christmas movie would be It's a Wonderful Life, then Die Hard, then probably Gremlins, and then all the other ones. That's the hierarchy. And and any no one is going to convince me that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It absolutely is a Christmas movie. Not Katomi Plaza. Come on. I don't so, get the reference, Max. I, yeah, I never. I I haven't seen that movie. You've never actually. seen. Uh, you've never seen Die Hard. I've never. I mean, maybe bits and pieces of it. Nakatomi Plaza is is the building that was taken over by by Hans Gruber, and it's ter- you've never seen that movie. No, I spent most of my childhood. Give me the in, growing, we we had we had a we had a mountain range at the back of our house, so we just played in coal mines or iron mines. mother effort. Yeah, really? that You've that that I know. I've never seen it. I've seen. I get that well, reference, but I've never. Yeah, I have to go home and watch it. You can't forget Christmas that, Vacation and Christmas uh, Christmas Story. You have to remember those two. <sighs> Christmas Vacation is good. Christmas Story. Watch your words, Max. Watch your words. It's a classic. I, I, it's not as funny as I remember it when I was a kid. Though there, though it is, though there are definitely funny parts to it. Um, yeah, that they're up there. You know, Max, they're on the subject on on the ma- uh, on the subject of what the Pentagon is prohibiting of uh, its enlisted forces. Do you know what they are not prohibiting? Sex change operations. Mutilating your genitalia in the name of transgender yeah. conversion. Feel free to do that. You can do that now. So you can't you can't have autonomy over a vaccine, but we the taxpayers have actually shelled out fifteen million dollars in the past few years for uh, transgender reassignment surgeries. So can't get a denial or can't get an approval on your uh, vaccine exemption, but you can say that you want to chop something off at the taxpayer's expense. And actually, an interesting breakdown uh, of the, the budgeting uh, expenditures of, of the troops they have treated. Uh, according to Military.com, 1,892 transgender troops have received $15 million in funding from uh, the federal government. But uh, of that $15 million, $11.5 million were, uh, dollars were distributed for psychotherapy. Only 3.1 was aligned for surgery. So it seems to be more of psycho, uh, psychotherapist in- intervention involved in the process than uh, it's a, apparently it's relatively cheap to have the military manipulate your anatomy or mutilate it. Yeah. No, you, you can get that. You cannot get an exemption. Before we go, I, I still can't get over the fact that you haven't seen Die Hard. So that is your, that is your homework. For Christmas weekend, oh, looking oh. It up, it will air Christmas Eve on Sci-Fi Network. Why I don't know. Uh, it's available for free streaming on Peacock, on Amazon Prime. But that's your homework. Your homework is to watch Die Hard. I cannot believe. I I I'm, I'm stunned. 
I kind of want to spend the rest of the hour just picking your brain to see what other movies you haven't watched. Well, much of my childhood, <laughs> not, I mean, a few, but much of my childhood was spent and we had a property backed up to the Appalachian Trail. So we just, it's actually incredible that I have all 10 fingers because my brother and I would do, just do incredibly dangerous things as kids uh, from shooting guns to uh, playing in iron or, or iron mine shafts and bears and mountain lions on the property so it's it's actually a miracle that all all of our limbs and extremities are intact from from my childhood so not much time to watch movies it was uh mainly spent kind of like lord of the flies i mean that sounds bad it makes it makes it sound like we didn't have an internet connection we, we, we had a, a a really nice house in new york but uh the new york went communist so we left so also Max, we're, we're gonna have to talk yeah. about christmas story like i i'm just flabbergasted i like it I like it. It's not my favorite. Uh, I mean, I like it. I like it for the little vignettes. I like the clips. I like the. I like the. Uh, <laughs> the part in the Chinese restaurant. Fa ra 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 ra. I mean, I, I find that <laughs> hilarious. Um, the leg lamp. It's an award. It's a prestigious award. Um, which I always give Joe crap for whenever he gets an award. I was like, oh, it's a prestigious award. Um, no, it's a good movie. It's just not my favorite. We'll talk about but it. There's so many there. good ones. But let's let's focus on the real problem here. I'm gonna name some 1980s action. I think that's your missing genre, Jake. 1980s action movies, and we have to rectify this. Have you ever seen Top Gun? No. Whoa. I've seen okay. Terminator. I've seen the original Terminator. Okay, so, okay, okay. Have have you seen Predator? Is that the alien movie? That uh, you should stop talking, yeah. Jake. Seriously. Predator, Arnold Schwarzenegger in the jungles of Central America fighting. All right, Max, more interesting headline. I'm no, going to no, read no, this no, to no, you. No, no, there. no, I'm not, I'm not, we're not having this discussion. More interesting headline, Max. I'm going to read you a random headline, and what do you think it entails? Military, we discussed military vaccination, Pentagon, transgenders. What do you think it entails? I don't know. What this is not, this is a, this is an, uh, TVMA headline. It's no cursing. But this was published today, December 22nd, in the Daily Mail. Pedophile, 60 years old, who identifies, and I have an ad on my screen. Pedophile, 60, who identifies as a female, is jailed for 20 months after having cocaine fueled sex with a dog. Have you seen First Blood? No, what is that? It's the original Rambo movie, Rambo First nope. Blood. No, I've seen the, uh, what's the one with uh, Al Pacino? Have Tony Montana. Red Scarface. Scarface. Have, you Scarface. Have, you seen, have you seen Red Dawn? Uh, Sean Connery. No. Submarine? <laughs> no, that's the hunt no? for Red October. There we go, that one. Yeah, no, I had a great <laughs> childhood. I didn't know we didn't need to watch TV. Dude, well, we I got, thought maybe we Red Dawn would this, get you. Bro. Red Dawn is is the communists the invade the United States and a bunch of kids in a rural mountain town fight back as like little gorilla. Sounds fantastic. Patrick Swayze, Patrick Swayze's in it. Now, no, no, that's something after war games. We're gonna have we're gonna have a movie night. That's that's what we need to do. A movie night. Lethal Weapon. Have you seen Lethal Weapon? No. Are you oh kidding, Jake? I've seen Dances oh with Wolves, God. okay? I've seen Gladiator. Um, oh, my God. That, uh, yeah. Uh, 
I'm sorry, Max. <laughs> I failed you. Oh wow! I, Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> no. Okay. Holy no, no, God! A, a portion of it where he shoots himself in the shower. Okay. That portion. Right. Uh, I I just keep going back to this article and the. No, the, let's the go mod, through this movie thing real shark. quick. This is very interesting. <laughs> Have you seen Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? Yes, only because whenever a teacher was sick, the substitute would put that on the TV, the wheelie and big box analog TV. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, I've seen some of Indiana Jones. Holy Lord <laughs> Almighty. What is wrong Star with Wars. You? I've seen Star Wars, yeah. All of them? Okay. <laughs> I don't even know how many they are, Mr. Producer. <sighs> I'll stop talking. I'm sorry. Any movie where Sean Connery was James Bond? League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That's a great movie. That's not. That's not what I just said. <laughs> that, Sean that never Connery is in there. He's Alan Quartermain. It's great. I movie. know, but that movie should never have been made. That's a great movie. Oh. Braveheart. Portions. I said I saw Gladiator. It counts. It's the same genre. Some angry guy, you know, conquers someone that made him mad. Tron. No. Man. Mr. Producer, can I you pull up the link I just sent you? Oh, Max, I want to. I want you to see the beauty of this individual that was naked gun. Uh, no, convicted of cocaine fueled sex with a dog. And this is uh, okay. Her name is Claire, formerly John, but she prefers to go by Claire. And there's a picture of her, him. Uh, but apparently, she's got some legal problems now. It's on a on the Slack channel, Mr. Producer. Pulling it up. I can probably grab it. And I think it's most important for the viewers to see the the, the mugshot. Her hair looks fantastic. Almost. Uh, this is a movie I did watch, Pulp Fiction. Who is the main the the female character in Pulp Fiction? I don't know. The actress. I don't know her name. I'm bad at actresses. I'm bad at actors and actresses. I got the clip. You've right? seen parts. Yeah, show it. There we go, Max. Okay. So we're gonna leave that up, and I'm actually gonna <laughs> read the article because this is this is the level of you know sickness that is. I mean, it goes unaddressed. Officers took a laptop which contained evidence Goodyear had searched the internet for bestiality content when a full analysis of the equipment was finally completed some two years later to merge hidden folders containing 31 indecent images of a sex act with an Alsatian breed of dog. Mr. Barnes said she admitted possession of the images. She said she had Mrs. fantasized... Barnes. No, this is the investigator, this prosecutor. She had fantasized about it for a number of years, and after talking about it with people in Northwich, remind me, never to go to Northwich, wherever that is, was put in touch with others in Bournemouth. She traveled down there in December 2018 and took part in the act with other people and the Alsatian dog. And this is what is becoming normalized in society. It's becoming normalized in the military. It's becoming normalized in schools. It's becoming normalized in and really every component of society Yet somehow your ability to request a simple religious exemption for something being put into your body is denied. Back to Max. You can pull that, Mr. Producer. Have you seen RoboCop? No. 
Karate Kid, parts no. one, two, or three? Nope. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Nope. Any of the National Lampoon movies? Nope. National Treasure. Crocodile Dun. Nope. Crocodile Dundee? Nope. I don't even know. Back to the Future? I get references for it, but no. Goonies? Yes. I mean, look, Max, you should be impressed. Ghost. I haven't been indoctrinated no, or brainwashed by mainstream propaganda, no. Hollywood propaganda. That's why our entire generation screwed up. We get every every aspect of their character from 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 you know, digital media, from from the entertainment industry. Dead Poet Society. <laughs> there we go. We got some in the comments that no. Max, are you shaming Jake for not supporting leftist Hollywood propagandists? No. Exactly. No, I, 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 I'm just, I'm just, I'm just shocked. I guess you just aren't, aren't, aren't to movies. No, no. We, I mean, you gotta watch all these movies. You gotta watch all these movies, all of them. Ghostbusters. Have you seen Ghostbusters? Enough of one. I think the first one, maybe the one that's in New York. All right. Well, you. We, we, we got to be taking notes. Ms. Producer, write down everything I just said. You got to give Jake a must-watch list. At it's this like, point, uh, it's like, it's have like, you heard of Jesus? Like, that's yeah, where we're at. Have right? you heard yeah, of yes. the 1980s? <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, I mean, I was born in the 90s, but I heard they were great, Max. Well, they're, they're great movies. They really are. I mean, some of them are, some of them are great because they're really bad. But... Uh, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you five must-watch ones, and then we'll go from there. Um, <laughs> That'd be a fun segment. Uh, I don't actually. even know what 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 were we talking about before we realized that Jake has never stepped inside of a movie theater. We were talking about how the Biden regime is and its Pentagon is enforcing or, or blockading. There we go. Simple religious exemptions, and then we went on a bit of a tirade. And uh, oh, we got one more in the comment section. Have you have you have you seen Breakfast Club? No. Breakfast at oh. Tiffany's, yes. Jake, come on. He dude. said he did see Terminator. People in the, the comment section are just throwing out movies. Do not cross the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we went on a bit of a tangent because Max is astounded that my uh, brain is is a virgin to Hollywood propaganda. Uh, but we went from uh, the uh, Biden's Pentagon denying simple religious exemptions, but yet at the same time permitting uh, taxpayer-funded mutilation for transgender reassignment surgeries. And then we got into a conversation about that wonderful woman we put her portrait up, uh, Claire Goodyear, uh, of her um, intimate relationships with uh, stray dogs. There we go. There she is again. I love the bangs. They're fantastic. Uh, she should have shaved, but I'm not, I don't want to judge people. Uh, and now we're back to, I think, Max criticizing my uh, lack of, of knowledge of, of, of Hollywood propaganda. What else you got, Have Max? Have you seen What's... The Wizard of Oz? Like, maybe in fifth oh, no. grade, Max. Oh, no. <laughs> in oh, fifth no. grade. Oh, no. I don't know if we have enough time. Psycho. Have you seen Psycho? The war... yeah, the, yeah, that I have and American Psycho. Right. American Psycho is actually one of my favorite movies. I think Christian Bale is... <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with it. But but you should watch some of these movies. You should definitely watch Die Hard. That's your that's your homework assignment. And then basically, if whatever whatever you stream it, at the end when it says when it recommends other movies, just keep doing it. 
until <laughs> just keep taking the recommendations and you'll get through the 80s uh the 80s action movies well we are uh we have a little bit of time left but i'm gonna remind everyone this podcast is sponsored by liberty cigars liberty cigars a proud american company right over there if you want to pick up a gift too late for christmas but if you want to give someone a gift after christmas libertycigars.com they have a great deal when you use promo code cd21 cd21 charlie delta 21 you're going to get a free cigar on top of all orders over 76 dollars it's a hell of a deal. And Liberty Cigars, their whole deal is that they have historically themed cigar packages. So they have cigars named after founding fathers, after presidents, after people who helped the United States during the Revolutionary War. So if you have someone in your life who enjoys to smoke a cigar every now and then and is also history buff, this is the gift to get them. Go to LibertyCigars.com and use promo code CD21, Charlie Delta 21 to get a free cigar on top of all orders over $76. Yeah, he's also got a few other series coming out, 2022 and 2023, uh, Western Outlaws. Uh, so really aiming for mm. a, a whole encyclopedia of uh, era era piece, uh, pieces. Uh, thought uh, 1920s, 1930s gangsters would be a, a cool one. It's, it's pretty unique as far as uh, conveying uh, American history through through branding. Uh, very Very yeah. few products actually succeed in doing that. And uh, there's really no match as far as uh, cigar and, and, and a combination of cigar uh, quality and, and, and history, uh, depth of history. So I'd say check him out. I've, I've gotten a few boxes. And his supply chain's not screwed up like everyone else because everyone else buys from China. Yeah, that, that, is, that is true. It's also, surprisingly, the one thing that hasn't been screwed up by the supply chain is the COVID vaccine. And on that... Note, we do have another announcement that just broke today. If we can go ahead and put up my screen, Mr. Producer. The Pentagon, U.S. Army, has announced that they have created a single vaccine that works against all COVID and SARS variants. So they have found a vaccine that protects you against every COVID variant and SARS. And they did it at Walter Reed Army Institute of Research. So that's coming. <laughs> Which pharmaceutical company funded that? No, that's that's. Well, it's just that there, there's a there's a, a, a to your doorstep service now that they're talking about being able to get these tablets at home. You had a you know a, a punch pack of, of, of tablets sent to your house uh, for you know you don't you don't have to leave for anything at this point. You don't have to go to the pharmacy. Yeah. You just take your pills and chew them up and keep watching TV and order the next. You know maybe maybe it's subscription based, but. Uh, I did get more details on the uh, revival of the Gestapo in Austria. You know, Hegel said something to the extent of uh, w one of the, the downfalls of history repeating itself is that we forget history repeats itself. And the, the things that are developing here, we looked at a year ago here, you know, the things, are th the things that developed elsewhere a year ago, we were looking at here as being an impossibility. And yet now the foundational aspect of those 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 changes are, are actually coming to fruition here. So we have, you know, Mayor of Boston talking about if you want to be a person, you have to play by our rules. Chicago did that yesterday. New York's done mm -hmm. that ahead of time. All these blue states are starting to do this. I think Wisconsin's coming out with that in the near future. And, you know, a year ago, we were looking at this from 
across the Atlantic saying, <laughs> well, good thing we're in America. <clears throat> but now, now it's here. And so with that same reality, looking at it in a current, uh, current perspective right now at this very moment, Austria is, is going about digging up its roots and its <laughs> uh, preferences from uh, Nazi Germany time period. And they are uh, tasking uh, citizens to out the unvaccinated. And the, the penalties are, are actually absurd considering most of Europe is struggling with uh, a decline of the EU, a decline of the European economy, uh, complete crashing of employment, right? And so I'm going to read this article. It's, it's on uh, Zero Hedge, which is one of my go-tos as far as just rational, objective uh, information, but under Austria, uh, sorry, I almost said Australia because Australia is right there. Under Austria's current law, anyone over the age of 14 who is not vaccinated faces a fine of 3,600 euro, which is like 41, 4,200 American dollars. So quarterly, you face a fine of $4,200 quarterly uh, until they offer proof of vaccination. Legislation also dictates that the fines can be as high as 7,200 euros, which is, I think, closer to $9,000, depending on a myriad of factors, including but not limited to the danger an unvaccinated Austrian is deemed to have on its community. Again, it's, it's like this moving goalpost uh, window of uh, religiosity, right, in determining religiosity, that the government gets to say uh, to what degree uh, the, the crime is, right? And the gravity of that punishment has been apparently lost upon the Austrian government from the onset. The cognitive dissonance was illustrated perfectly. Austrian Minister for Constitutional Affairs stated that we do not want to punish people who are not vaccinated. We want to win them over and convince them to get vaccinated. However, though, it is via punishment, financial punishment. I mean, when you're talking about the average American has less than $400 for an emergency expense, let's slam it with 9K. And yeah. anyone, anyone that's, you know, from all, all, all parts of, of, of society. And then it goes into jail time. And so, again, as I have said before, look to Europe as an example. Look to Australia as an example. Because now you start seeing the fundamentals that allowed such things to take place there being laid down here. And it's taking place pretty quickly. Now that, now that we're heading into 2022... I think we're going to see it take place at warp speed. Come February 1st, 2022, the Austrian government will set quarterly deadlines for citizens to provide their proof of vaccination. Qualified exemptions, similar to what the Pentagon is uh, blockading, for vaccinations will also be reviewed at these intervals. Repeated instances of unpaid fines could even land Austrians in jail for up to 12 months. Incredible incredible and then and people you know going back to hegel's comment about history repeating itself and people forgetting that hi history repeats itself the same people that will say well you know never again to the holocaust this is the fundamental foundational changes that took place when they started loading people onto train cars so ask yourself how, how much longer are you willing to drink the kool-aid before there is a point of, there is no point of return in this country. No, you're absolutely right. Have you ever seen The Shining? Yes, I have. I've, I've, I've have seen, you ever seen Jack Nicholson. Have you ever seen 
ever seen Batman? Like Dark the 1989 Knight, yeah, Batman? Dark, no, nope, not no, 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 no. The one with Jack Nicholson as nope. the Joker? Nope. No, you don't have you ever seen one. Dune? No, no, Jack Nicholson was a great Joker. No, I have not have seen, ever seen Dune. Dune. Nope. Have you ever seen The Matrix? Matrix, yes. Well, there's a new one out right now. Um, huh. I find this fascinating that you haven't even accidentally watched. I was, I was too movies. busy as a kid. My, my dad <laughs> I mean, owned I've restaurants. I grew up in restaurants. I, I, I probably didn't have the attention span to. I never Dude. like intentionally wa- wanted to watch Crocodile Dundee. I just accidentally watched it one day when it was on TV. All right. Well, your homework for over the weekend, Die Hard, and we're going to talk about it on Monday. Serious. Watch Fun. it. Fun. It's a great movie. It's Rake the best, me across the, the best cold, Max. Action, best action Christmas movie, in my opinion. Before we leave, there's something we all have to worry about, and that is a blizzard of COVID-19 is coming. That is the new talking point from the left. And we have a super cut of that, Mr. Bruce. So let's play that clip. Do we have that? We're really just about to experience a viral blizzard. You heard infectious disease expert Michael Osterholm say that we're about to experience a, a viral blizzard. One expert now warns a viral blizzard. As the country braces for a viral blizzard. There will be a viral blizzard of COVID cases. The country is facing a viral blizzard. A COVID viral blizzard. A viral blizzard is about to hit the U.S. One infectious disease expert saying a, quote, viral blizzard is about to hit this country. I'd love, to see, I'd love to see the, the roundtable boardrooms where they're like, let's think of really scary phrases that we can put together. What was uh, the cyclone that, the, that hit the Northeast? The, like the, oh, yeah, yeah. It was the uh, – oh, yeah. What was what – they? I forget what they called it. It was like ice cyclone or something. <laughs> you know, let's think uh, – you know, tornado of death, tornado, tornado of viral suffering. The polar vortex. Polar vortex. The bomb cyclone. Bomb cyclone. Yeah, yeah. The the fear propaganda. I'd love to see the boardrooms and these, you know, these experts pitching ideas as to what's most terrifying and crippling to people going back to their normal life. I read I read an article that New York, their uh, restaurant industry, they just dropped off a cliff reservations and canceled parties for this year. Good luck to them. You voted for it. You yeah. signed up for it. Now, eat eat the fruits of your labor and enjoy it. But don't come to my state. Don't go to Max's state. Don't bring any of that garbage over there. So, with that, Max? Have you ever seen Schindler's List? Yes. Yes, I have. Okay. But I have seen well, it. Well, I will end that on a nice note. That Not that that's a very fun movie, but you have seen it. It's a great movie. <laughs> it, is, it is a fantastic movie. Masterpiece. That's going to be it for this edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like the podcast, check out all the links in the description for how you can subscribe to the audio version. I can't stress enough. Even if you watch us live, please do also subscribe to the audio version. That way, if you're out and about and you can't watch us live and you just want to listen while you're in the car, you can do it that way. And if you can, please do subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Help us in the rankings. We go live 11 a.m. Eastern to 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. So tune in for that. And if you need a little reminder, you can text the word freedom to 89517. You'll get added to our text alert system and you'll get a notification telling you what we're talking about and then how, when, and where you can watch. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And I'm Jake Frail. Have a good night. Remember, everyone, the fight to take back our country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.